So some new transparency bills are hitting the Michigan Senate, uh, uh, spearheaded by a couple of senators on both sides, Jeremy Moss with the Democrats and Ed McBroom with the Republicans. And these bills would expand public access to government records through like FOIA laws, for example. Senator Jim Runstead of the 23rd District joins us to talk about it. Senator, good to have you. Uh, thank you for having me on, Chris. Uh, I'm uh, glad you're uh, discussing this very important issue to the people of the state of Michigan, because uh, currently Michigan is one of two states that does not require freedom of information requests for the governor and for the legislature, meaning everything is done in secret. All of the huge appropriations, the $9 billion in one-time spending, all divvied up to all these park projects, all hidden, nobody's names associated with it. That's what happens when you don't have transparency. And since I've been in office, I voted for FOIA reform every single year. I've also put in a bunch of bills, including one back in March, to try to get this transparency going. Many of the legislators, including Senator Moss, was with me marching uh, shoulder to shoulder when Republicans were in charge. Yes, let's do this. We were both advocating for it. And then suddenly things changed radically when uh, Senator Moss was in power, in control of the committee where these bills go. Uh, he said his number one priority in January of last year is the FOIA bills. We are now past a year. And my bill to create the same FOIA he voted for was put in his committee in March of last year. Nothing's been done. So the the bill package that they have well, produced. What changed, just, Senator? What changed? What, why, why did that get put on the back burner? Oh, it put out the back burner because uh, they wanted to be able to splash mountains of money, the biggest budget ever in the history of Michigan, uh, $82 billion, almost doubled from the time I, I took office, uh, with mountains of one-time money, and they want to splash it in everybody's district who would get payoffs to this person, that person for votes and everything else with no names associated, with no no requests, everything done in absolute transparency. Now that they've gushed through these billions and billions. So wait, and billions. I, I just hold on. I want to make sure I'm understanding the the reason that it got put on the back burner was to allocate this one time spending money to uh, people and places in Democrat controlled districts as what some form of payback, basically. Well, if you know how this stuff is done. <laughs> Uh, I put in the bill back to get financial transparency that everybody's name had to be uh, on the bill uh, for, uh, 72 hours before we voted on it. 72 hours, the names of who's making the requests so that we can read them. The Democrats defeated that. Wow, that's shocking. So we got three hours before a, a 1,600 pages of all kinds of crap. We get three hours to read it. And so, and there's no uh, no transparency. Who requested? Who? What was going on with the whole calculating this for for month after month after month? And they they plopped that on us at the very last day before we we broke session. Yes, uh, Michigan is the most corrupt and the least transparent state in the nation. I've been fighting this all along the way, and now they come up with this cockamamie bill filled with exemptions all over the place. That uh, I don't know how much time we have to go through these, but. I mean, uh, this, the bill I put in that was a rock-solid bill uh, was killed back in committee in March, and now they have this bill full of uh, exemptions for the executive and for the legislature. 
that um, is, is, is a pile of garbage, just like the transparency bill, the financial transparency bill that they passed uh, at the end of last year, they had to pass one bill, and that was related to that uh, term limit bill, had a financial transparency part of it. I said for a year, they'll wait to the last minute. It'll be the weakest possible bill. They waited to the last minute. It was yeah. the weakest possible bill. That's what they're doing again. And that, and that was mandated by voters. So that was mandated by voters. Yep. So so my so then my question is how different is this bill from from the bill that you and Senator Moss were working on a year ago? Uh, well, uh, actually, the Senator Moss uh, has kind of been doing his own thing. What we what I was referencing is the bill that was put in by him and others in the House was passed unanimously out of the House, including me. And that bill is pretty much the same one I put in that he sat on for for nine months. But uh, to give you an example. Uh, this new bill has too many exemptions, uh, broad exemptions. There's a new exemption for executive privilege, and it doesn't dis- dis- uh, define what is the scope of that. We don't know. Which means there's, there's no ex- guardrails for, for the governor, for example. That's right. There's a new exemption that excludes records that exist for less than 30 days, and it incentivizes you to just delete the record before 30 days. Oh, my goodness, isn't that wonderful FOIA work that we have got uh, going here? Uh, most of the exemptions are already current exemptions in other laws, so it gets real suspicious when they're adding these new ones. Mm. There's a cell phone uh, numbers for the governor and the legislation that fall within privacy exemptions. There are uh, exemptions involving the governor's mansion, which could be handled via existing sec- uh, security exemptions. But I've talked to a lot of groups during COVID that said the governor's mansion, they were trying to get information mm-hmm. that should have been available, and it was all available. Uh, Barred. And so this, I can just continue on and on with the problems. There are so many problems we have currently with uh, FOIA that should be dealt with. Routine requests take months and yep. months oh, to get believe the information. Me. Uh, in, the, yeah. in, in the media, we know. We know. Everybody and in the media knows this. Senator, they, I, I'm going to say this because I feel like you're, you're, you're on board with me. I want to be able to see everything you guys do. I, I, think, I think it should be, I think it's paramount. That there is a, 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 a level of transparency that that nobody is above uh, acting above board. And and I'm glad yeah. that you're on board with it. I'm glad you've been pushing for it for years. Um, but what's the temperature, do you think, in the room? What's the appetite for something like this? Does this get does this get uh, passed, do you believe? Uh, oh, yes. Just like with the trans- the financial transparency bill, I voted against it. Now, I've been on. I have put in like a dozen transparency bills, all killed by the Democrats. Many of them were voted when, for by the Democrats when the Republicans were in power. So they put down that weak, ridiculous transparency bill, put everything in your, your spouse's name, and everything's hidden. Uh, the uh, consultants that act as a lobbyist and, and get away with all the same stuff but don't report was all hidden. All these issues that were in that transparency bill, I voted no. I was one of two people in the Senate. I'm not going to vote for something to feel good when it's a pile of garbage. And this one here is chock full of exemptions and everybody's going to vote for it. And the media's going to say, it's wonderful. The king of transparency is at it again. He's passed another fabulous bill. Oh, people, don't worry anymore. We already have crappy uh, transparency in FOIA now, and this bill is just going to make it worse. Mm. It, but it'll be better than nothing, so they'll say it's great. Senator Jim Runstead, appreciate the time as always, and uh, keep up the work to get this done. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, you got it. That's Senator Jim Runstead of the 23rd District. All right. If you want to weigh in on transparency, it's there for you. 800-859-0957. I also want to take your temperature on where the country is today.
as we get closer and closer to November, there are traits that I want to know what you think those traits are that will eventually elect our next president. That's next on JR Afternoon.